millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, the audience is naked. Twirly fish sandwiches. Super long-haired sausage dogs. Keep on CPAPing. Orlando, we have a problem. Dinosaurs from the dinosaur times. Two men enter, one man leaves alive, and the other still leaves but in a bag or something. We all went body blow. Lady Ibeth. Shut up, I already voted. <laughs> Which wave exposed you to ska? Paying to have things put in my mouth. A wife with COVID is a roommate. Canvas, flat-footed, whatevers. Hanandler bong. Calling all angels with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This is one of the program cartridges you snap into new Telstar Arcade, the three-way microprocessor console. Start with this roaring road race. Gun the throttle. Faster. A crash. Score. The Morning Stream. Get your ass to Mars. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, May 23rd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Nibbett. Hi. Hi, Scott. Welcome back from the weekend. <clears throat> Thanks, man. The weekend was... Uh, weekend. Sure, It sure happened. Sure had one. Yeah. Could yeah. you feel your face after uh, this weekend? Yeah, I can feel my face. Nothing really crazy happened other than, you know, my wife got home, so that was good. Oh, I bet that was nice. Yeah, safe and sound. No COVID. A couple of tests yep. later, all good. Uh, she's got... Uh, Rub it in, Scott. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for that. <clears throat> well, the, and the other thing is, like you know, people tend to show symptoms after, well, after their. That's true. Yeah, it, it and, and even tests don't <laughs> work. Tested like uh, seven days, and then let me know how stuff is going. Yeah, right? then let I'll know. let you know how that is. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's fine. It was a fine weekend. I even I even did a show with you guys. We did film sack. That was fun. We did had a great film sack talking about. Um, we got bumped Whatever though because you had some. Was we talked about? <laughs> you had some weird uh, out, out uh, power outage issues. That was yeah, crazy. We had uh, a, a heavy spring snow in 
uh, end of May, which is very late for us. I mean, we've had it before. It's now, you know, Colorado's weird like that. We get the uh, the snow all different times of year. Yeah. But um, this one was really, really heavy and um, knocked out power to like 70,000 people in Denver. Tina's mom... For I think two days, forty-eight hours, she was without power. Mm. Uh, my mom was without without power for a few days, and I was without power intermittently um, throughout the entire evening mm. of Friday night into Saturday, and then into Saturday morning. And this is how it would go: uh, the power would go out, mm. uh, which is usually no big deal, except uh, people out there who have a CPAP know what it's like to all of a sudden have your air cut off and you're like <laughs> oh i hadn't even considered that that's a thing yes, that is a thing and boy oh boy does that wake you up uh we counted i think 10 times overnight friday night into saturday that power cut out for a few minutes and when it comes back on our alarm system says hey uh uh your power is back on just want to let you know oh wait no it doesn't say it like that it mm. says it like this Oh. <laughs> That's how, how it says it. How actually. convenient! Yeah. How convenient and non-obtrusive that is. Yes. That sound. So yeah. basically, uh, get, I get woken up with with uh, the my CPAP, you know, saying, hey, "No more air for you, air for you." Yeah. And then uh, a few minutes later, I get woken up by the alarm system saying, "Hey, power's back on! Everybody, everybody power's back on!" That's a and, lot. Uh, That's a lot to deal so with in the middle of the night. Then Saturday morning, we had film sack, and power was still going in and out, and. Um, uh, you know, it would have been, I would have already been in like a frazzled mood anyway with yeah. film sack. Yeah. <laughs> We'd not still been having power outages. Yeah. The, the half hour before film sack started, I think I, there was like six, six outages still. And those were blips, but it was a blip enough to kill internet for five minutes. Yeah. Cause you got to reboot it. Well, everything has to reset and everything know. has to reset and DSL takes a long freaking time to connect and all that stuff. So yeah. Lame. Yeah, it. Uh, oh my God, it it was uh, horrendous. I probably could use a UPS for the CPAP. Um, that's not a bad idea. I've got one on my computers here, so that if power goes out, it can save all my work and stuff like that. Right. But shut down normally. Um, but won't yeah, it still wake you up? It's still. I guess it would wake you up with less of a jolt to your breathing. You know, it would wait. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, my. I don't know if everybody's does this, but my uh, uninterruptible power supply beeps when the power goes out it still provides power but yeah. it says beep like you're writing on uh you're yeah. writing on on battery beep mine does beep, that too as beep. well but yeah. I would, so it would actually you would get a beep it would wake you up that is yeah. way better than stopping oxygen from going and to not being able to read yeah well yeah and it's yeah exactly i, I would think <laughs> i mean i i'm trying to think of the <clears throat> of the two what would i find more annoying i think it's the cutting off of air i would find yeah it probably annoying. would be the cutting off of air yeah exactly yeah. i mean you know my if that happens my mouth opens and i just start breathing normally it's it uh it's just the fact that it's forcing air through my nose hmm. that keeps my mouth closed when i sleep and keeps me from snoring keeps you from CPAPing or whatever right. that thing is the term is <laughs> from uh apnea 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 <laughs> Appening, <laughs> something like that. Appening. Well, but, um, uh, yeah, rough, rough night. Really, it was like a sociology experiment where, like, scientists are, are behind glass, seeing what it's like to wake somebody up every uh, ninety minutes and see how long it takes them to crack. Basically. Damn. Well, we were we were glad to have finally recorded Sunday. So if you all didn't get it yet, you should. It's a, it was a great episode about uh, 
<laughs> the board game based film uh, Battleship. <laughs> Yes, which yeah. boy oh boy, it felt like we were watching people play the board game. There is so many, there's so much connection to uh, the game Battleship with yeah. the movie Battleship. There's it's amazing. Like, like literally two references. One is when they're sitting there pretending like they're sort of being strategic. I guess is sort of yeah. like the game. Yeah, and then yeah. the part where uh, the enemy missiles are all shaped like the pegs from the game. <laughs> right. Then I guess yeah, it's a it's an interesting. It's weird because I really enjoy that movie, but I don't think I think the fact that it's based on a board game actually hurts it. Yeah, I think and so if you too. took that away and didn't change a thing, it would mm-hmm. be nobody It'd be totally would totally fine. It would be a Breckheimer Bay film yeah. that just happens to be by Peter Berg. Yeah, it's Peter really Berg. Weird. Peter Berg. All right, I got a quick question for you. Saw Ask. some, uh, watched some TV show, and this thing happened, and I realized, oh, I've seen that a million times, and mm-hmm. I've never really questioned it, questioned it before. But how many times in a in a in a movie or TV show have we seen this trope of somebody who's got to talk to somebody? Let's say, in fact, they did it in that movie they where did it in, in, uh, Taylor yeah. Kitsch Taylor Kitsch needs to talk to his girlfriend's dad about Liam asking Neeson, her to marry him. Liam Neeson's Liam yeah. Neeson, yeah. So he can take the Neeson daughter away. Take, so she'll be taken. Uh, anyway, he's so what he does is he gets in front of a mirror and he practices how he's going to say it. And then mm-hmm. messes it up, does it 50 other times, is super frustrated with how it sounds, doesn't like it. And I realized I've seen this in a million billion movies where they just are yeah, in a mirror pretending like, oh, it's the job interview. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I brought you all here today. No, I'm going to try. Let me try a different approach. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines meeting as a group of people. <laughs> Get, no, I'm not going to do that one. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you're you're right on the money there. And every every yes. show, every movie, I swear, has a scene. Yeah, uh, something like feels this. like it. Feels, feels like, like it. feels like yeah. You're right, exactly. So my question times. to you is, and to the audience, and anyone else who wants to answer this, has anyone ever effing done this ever in their life? Like where they've stood in front of a mirror because they had a big job interview, or mm-hmm. they wanted to meet a girl for the first time, or whatever the thing was where they got in front of a mirror and practiced over and over what they were going to say. Has anyone ever actually done this? Or I'll is bet it- you actors have, right? Because when they're doing, like, they sit in front of that big mirror with the, the makeup stuff, they're applying their makeup and that sort of thing, and I imagine, I imagine a lot of people have done that. I've never done it. Well, I did it once, and then I imagined my audience naked, so I imagined myself naked, and then I said, oh, no, I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's a real inception kind of problem there, where you're yeah, all naked. it really is a real problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't but, want that. Uh, so you've done it. I've never, I mean, you've never done it. I've never done it. I'm not saying that that means, well, no one does, does it, but I'm just curious how how common it must be. Like some in the chat are saying, yeah, I've done it. Um, I've never even been like in a car where I'm like going over stuff in my head and going, how are you, Mr. Wilson? How are you, Mr. Wilson? How, you know, like that. I don't do that. So yeah. maybe actors do. Chat's saying actors do Jay it. fantastic does as an actor yeah i mean you do uh you act and you also do stand up and stuff and i imagine you you probably practice like timing and stuff like that too right you'll say something and you kind of look at your expression to say all right you know like is this the right expression i should give after i say that funny line and right that sort of thing that makes sense but has he ever have you ever done it where you know it was to prepare to talk to somebody else and it wasn't just a a reading of lines you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i just don't think people do it but but the movies- no, I do it. Red Fraggle. The the time I do it is yet in the car, uh, 
totally. Like if I'm driving to uh, a client meeting, a, ner- a client meeting that I'm not nervous about, but like just kind of eager, anxious about, I'll say, you know, maybe practice a couple things I'm going to say, but uh, really, you know, I, 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 I never do this. I yeah, can't, I, I just, can't think. Maybe of, I should uh, be doing it. Maybe it's a good thing to do. Yeah, it's a problem, Scott. I think we're we all are. This is really our way of saying we'd like for you to start doing that. Okay. Uh, all right. It feels like you show up to these things and you haven't practiced. Uh, <laughs> my, I barely know my lines. I have to ask for right, lines. Exactly. Line. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry. It's email time. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I, I guess in your head. I guess I've done that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. In my head, I'm like thinking about the scenario I'm about to do or something. You I know, I'll, I'll say this. Um, speaking of film, Zach, I do that a lot with my film sack intros. I mean, I do a read through just to make sure it sounds good because I do it on paper first and I read it through and I, I you know, do it. Obviously, we don't fil- we don't stream uh, film sack or record video with it at no. all. So I don't do it in front of a mirror, in front of a camera or anything. Right. But I do a, like a practice run through. <laughs> this last film sack intro, I probably did twelve uh, run-throughs to to uh, get the lyrics and stuff down. You'll this just people not just have to hear me. what that is. But. Yeah, you guys need to hear it because yeah. it was it was not what. Let me let's just say it this way. Mm-hmm. Brian brought the heat. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Let's put it that way. It was very it was yeah, very good. I, I I love doing those, and I I worry that if I were to do them as much as I wanted to do them, people would really get sick of them. But uh, I'll be honest. When we when I found out the movie was going to be Battleship, I actually had that I had film sacking Battleship already in my head <laughs> before I wrote any of the other lyrics. Before we even watched the movie, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this as a. I think I'm going to. Oh do yeah, this y'all as should as go hear it. It was good. It was really good. And uh, I agree with your cadence. You should do it. As, um, you know, you don't Sparingly, do it every but, time, you know, but enough to be where people look forward to it. Right. I think that's good. Because, my God, oh, <laughs> if I have to hear Brian Dunaway's whole, oh, hi. I'm yep. just kidding. He has a pattern, doesn't he, though? I guess Brian we all Dunaway's do. is the best. Yeah. Yes. And, Brian, and Randy's got his, my three easy steps. Three simple rules for how to do a southern accent. Step one. Everybody does their thing. It's totally Everybody's, fine. We've all got their thing. Uh, real quick, speaking of things, Runtfish in the chat slash audience uh, sent me something, which I think is great. Um, I wanted to play it here. She basically said, hey, I want to do the thing uh, that Bobby de- uh, told us to do uh, last week. So, Bobby, here's your big science test uh, for today. Uh, she's out running, which I'll let her explain how this works. This is Runtfish on a run. Okay, here you go. Hey, so I'm running. I run every day. It's been almost 30 years every single day. And I heard Bobby saying the phrase. So here it goes. Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. Love you guys. Bye. See, I think she passes. She did it. She's, she's, she passes. Uh, I there might have been a little run through. Like some of those words weren't uh, enunciated very specifically. But uh, mm. no, I'm, I'm Did she get the hey great. too early? Yes. Let's see. Too early. Saying the phrase. Oh. So here it goes. Hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. I don't know. Maybe true, she... Twirly. Yeah. <laughs> twirly. 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 Twirly will get a fish sandwich. Yeah, twirly will get a fish sandwich. Anyway, that yeah. was good. Out running. That was very her, good. That was very done. good. And yeah. uh, kudos to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's So how's yeah. how's Tina? I heard news. Uh, Tina's got the COVID. No. Um, 
Yeah, we we were trying to figure it out. You know, you always sit there and you trace it back, like you you cold case it or you uh, CSI it. Like, all right, and you even visualize the time travel-y thing that CSI used to do. Sure. Well, maybe we do that because we're video-holics. Yeah. But um, uh, we think it came from a neighbor, not crazy neighbor, but neighbor across the way, um, who tested positive on Wednesday or Thursday, maybe even earlier. No, I think it was even earlier, like Monday or Tuesday, they let us know. And we had just had them over to our house Friday for a, uh, um, you know, wine happy hour thing where we uh, um, drank wine. We helped set up the neighbor's ginormous pool. Oh, that was pool night. <laughs> that was pool night. Those mm. crazy Dave nights. So, like, right. we, we first sat there. We had some wine, some chips, salsa, cheese, stuff like that. And then uh, and then we went over and, and massively assembled the pool. And uh, pretty sure that's when when she uh, passed it along. Now, here's the crazy thing. Uh, I've been testing. I tested again this morning. A new test it was weird. Usually, we get those little ones with the plastic trays. Yeah. And you 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 know you you swab, then you put the swab in the liquid. Mm-hmm. You shake it up, and then you drip three drips into the uh, the one end of the tray, and then the other part of the tray has the the um, pregnancy symbols on it. Right. Right. Goes, right. Yep. Yeah. About half of ours are that, yeah. Well, are the other half a little test strip that you drop into a tube? Yeah, yeah and you hold That's... it, you put it in the tube per minute or something like that. I forget how long. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. We haven't uh, done that. Uh, that was today was the first time I've done one like that, and um, uh, it's interesting. It's a whole different like. It's really more. It feels more like a pregnancy test because yeah. you can't see it until you pull that tube. The tube is. Uh, uh, opaque enough that when you put the test strip in there, you can't quite see if you're going to have lines. The yeah. other one, you can watch and, oh, bad boy, that line better disappear. Yeah, no kidding. But the other one, it's like, it is total mystery until it's like, wink. Yep. It's a little more of a uh, surprise package when you when you do that one. It is. It yeah. totally is. But, uh, yeah, I tested negative again. I have not uh, kissed my wife in like a week. Oh, I've, man. Like, you know, we've been, uh, we're, we're roommates right now, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No kidding. Well, I'm glad it seems mild so far for her. That's good. Uh, yeah, she she's over. She basically had cold symptoms started up Tuesday afternoon, and then um, uh, full on felt like she had a cold Thursday. Took the day off of work and has been getting better. She's you know to put in my parlance, she's probably back up to about ninety percent today. She seemed like she was. Oh, she just good. had a little lingering cough kind of thing. So that's really good to hear. Yeah, but uh, time-wise, like, uh, well, good for her, right? She got it out of the way before um, we rush off to Philly. But uh, we're going to Philly this weekend for a couple days, and uh, oh, right, be a good time to be done with COVID. It'd be a good time for for me not to get it now. Yeah, like, like, like let's hope that maybe I dodged a bullet, or I had it already and didn't know it. Or yeah. something. The per- it propensity like, for it these. It feels like I would have had to have had it because I mean we're in close proximity. Still, you easily could have, and we're asymptomatic. It's totally possible. Yeah. yeah um, totally. I'm well. I'm kind of the same. Like, how did I sit next to Ducey in freaking Vegas and have him yell rules in right. my face the whole time and not get right. his Sticking, version of COVID? You know, tweezering little uh, tabs into our under our tongues to see how we how we taste. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. How we got away <laughs> with it. But, the but, one yeah. person that put something in my mouth in Vegas had COVID. That's right. 
The one, just the one. It was all Brian Howe was the one, one person. That's right. Okay, not a normal trip to Vegas where there's three or four. Not a normal this. trip to Vegas, just one person put something in my mouth. But you and I are in the, we are at the tail end of a big battle royale game. Okay. <laughs> you and I are. Yeah, that circle is closing. Oh, so my daughter, is, yeah. daughter, son-in-law, and, and and grandbaby all have it. And yeah. Taylor had it worse than any of them because they can't do any. They, she can't really take stuff because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's just dealing with that. And she's do she is doing better. Van got it and is just having like a major kid cold from it. And then uh, Dylan had it pretty bad. He was like laid out for about five days, but he's he's also doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow we're we haven't we haven't gotten it. So I feel like that circle's closing. We're getting we're getting to the end of the match. Uh, 100 start, only two remain. It'll be Brian, Brian and I, and then one of us will get it, and then then that. I know be, it's basically it, that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it feels. Yeah, Van got it. Was kind of impossible for him not to. His parents both yeah. had it, so he was. Yeah, you know what's he going to do? He was. How's he do doing with it? Or just like a cold for him as well? I know just he, kind of uh, a cold. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing like massively um, bad. But like you know, when a kid gets a really bad. Mm. sort of cough at night kind of deal he's got that yeah oh that stinks so hopefully that passes quickly he's getting another test tomorrow to see so we have this logistics problem taylor is now testing negative so she's Mm -hmm. it's through it she's through it Mm -hmm. um but she has to go get an ultrasound tomorrow that's scheduled for the baby and she doesn't want to miss it so the goal is tomorrow she's going to have the baby tested again or van tested again and if he's if he shows clean then mm-hmm. we're bringing. Then we're watching him. Then you'll watch Van while. Yeah. If he's not, oh, then she's not. She's gonna have to change her appointment, which is hard because her pediatrician happens to be um, hard to lock down on. He's he's out. He's overscheduled right now. So. Right. Anyway, it's a long story, but jeez, it'll all work out in the end. You guys, everyone's you know been pretty good. We're all triple vaxxed and boosted. What else can you do? We just mm-hmm. do what you can do, right? All right. Yeah, it's all you can do. A uh, real quick note here that uh, before we get to Battle Royale today, no TMS tomorrow. Okay, Tuesday is out. The reason is I'm having a bone removed from my jaw because that is what teeth are. They're bones. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, They're just bones that are stuck in your jaw. And um, yeah. yeah, I'm having one removed. Um, it's an old, old. Uh, uh, the one that I only had three wisdom teeth removed. I have a fourth that just never got pulled, and that's coming mm. out. So. It's finally he he's he survived his own battle royale yeah. and uh <laughs> twenty six teeth started or however many <laughs> four um, teeth enter, yeah. three teeth leave. Yeah. And I look if no, we if this thing leaves this is the other way around. Yeah, if this thing was before the show, we'd be doing a show. If it was after the show, we'd be doing a show. Yeah. But it's literally during the show is when this is happening. So right, um right. I, I don't actually expect it to be too horrible. It's just you gonna, know, hold on a second. Thunderdome, right? The whole two men enter, one man leave. Yeah. Uh Technically, the the dead person is still leaving the dome. He's just not leaving on his oh, own two feet alive, right? What the? We've never. I've never thought of it that way. You're right. This is really two men enter, two men leave. One of them in a bag. Yeah, one's dead. Yeah, and two men enter, that, one uh, dies. We need the rhyming Monty Hall, Hunchback Monty Hall, to uh, adjust his rhyme. What it probably means uh, is one man, two men enter, one man leaves of his own accord. Yeah, um, under yeah, his own steam. The, change the chant. Change yeah. the little Burning Man chant. Yeah, uh, who folks. runs? Who runs Barter Town? Get that done. 
Get that done. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's really a committee that runs Barter Town, but it's headed up by uh, Master Blaster. By the way, but it's- this, I'm glad you brought this up. Did you know that George Miller had a whole other movie coming out? No, no, not till uh, we well, you, we talked about it last week. I think you brought up this. Did I bring this genie. up again? I, I, yeah, I'm losing my mind. I had no idea this three thousand years of longing movie was even yeah. being made. Yeah. I didn't know With who was in Swinton it. And Idris Elba. That's we. Uh, who was it we were talking about? Who said uh, you had me at Idris Elba and then you had me at Tilda Swinton? I can remember. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. We were talking to somebody. I, I do we remember this conversation. Somebody. I remember you saying that. I just don't remember who. Yeah. Oh, it was Glenn. Oh, was it Gwen? Oh, it was Gwen. That's it was what it Gwen. was. We're but I still, I'm, I'm still reeling from I knew this. It was a, I knew it was a woman. I was like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Amy. It was earlier than Amy. Earlier yeah. than Amy. Yep. We should do another Oh, no, it was no Amy saying it was her. Wait, it was okay, Amy? hold on. Oh, look two, at two TMS. Two uh, women, women enter. enter. Yeah. <laughs> One leaves of their own steam. That's right. Exactly. Uh, well, anyway, I still can't get my, I can't get my head around this. I'm so excited. I don't even know what to. I don't know what to expect. I know nothing about it except that trailer looks insane. It looks insane. Like it's it's not Mad Max insane. You know, it's clearly not a Mad Max spinoff. It's something very mm-hmm. much its own thing. Oh, but, its own total. Yeah, own but thing, what they're yeah. showing in that trailer, what the frick? Like, yeah. if you haven't seen it, Chad or anyone listening to me, go stop what you're doing and watch that trailer. It is whack. I'm very yeah. excited. Oh my gosh. Um, that might get me to a theater, and I don't like theater. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. let's move on. Let's do some uh, game. Let's yeah, have some game. Let's do that. Yeah, I don't see why not. It'd be good if I had Brian already uh-huh. dialed here, but uh, give me a second here, everyone. Oh, shit. That's why I'm not on TMS. Okay, here we go. Add friends to this DM. Uh, Dunaway is the guy. We're adding him now. Here he comes. He's He's on his way. And when he gets here, uh, I'll hit this button that plays music. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Babel Royale Tad Pooley Half Asses Morning Edition thing. Uh, hey, Brian Dunaway, what are you doing, buddy? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. How are you? What, uh, how's your day? What, what are you doing? Your work? Is Everything's fine? You're good? Well, yeah, it, today's a rainy day. I haven't... Oh. We haven't had a rainy day in a while. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how to feel about it. You were due. You were due for a rainy day. Yeah. Rainy yeah. days Did and all Sundays. Those things, were there things that you had saved for a rainy day that you're now able to uh, take out and use? Because you, you said, oh, I'll save this for a rainy day. Oh, yeah. Rain show. No, I never, go out, I never go outside anyway. So usually it's, you know, you know, it's nothing anyway. It's nothing, yeah. It, you're might, always... it, might affect, it might affect where's my umbrella. That's mm. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife came home from uh, from your end of the country, and she's got like eight bug bites that are way bigger than they're supposed to be, and that's because she was in the south. <laughs> it's because the bugs are bigger than they're supposed to be. Yeah, one of them was a what you call it, some kind of fly, not a horse fly. Um, right. Shoot. No, see them. No, it's like a giant freaking. Was it a chigger? No, a no chigger. No chigger. What'd you call it? A dragon? No, not a dragonfly. Ah, frick! Hey, she told me, and a I George forgot. McFly, deer fly. That's it, a deer fly. Deer fly. Oh yeah, deer fly. Those are terrible. Those are yeah. horrible McFly. beasts. They're horrendous creatures. Just and bit her on the leg, and she's got like a giant bruise yeah. from it. It's horrible. So yeah, I was changing Sp- a Spanish yeah. fly. <laughs> yeah, Spanish fly. That's it. Nailed it. I was changing a uh, a carburetor out on uh, uh, my mother in law's. Lawn tractor yesterday. Shut up! Well, hold on a second. Before you even go further, you were changing out a carburetor on a lawn tractor. That's a that's a thing Brian Dunaway can do. That's cool. 
Yeah, small engine, no problem. I can do this. Really? Um, right. Yeah, I got skills. I'm going to survive. I'm a survivalist. You are a survivalist. Um, punch out and uh, Donkey Kong Jr. Three. I thought I did not know yeah. this was. A- oh, I do. I do different things. But the point is, I'm not going to survive because I was trying to do that in one of those little bitty, tiny, no bigger than a speck of dirt. Uh, jumping spiders decided he would come check me out mm. and those things freak me out <laughs> yeah they're nasty because they're so fast yeah nobody wants yeah. those brian did you say yes, punch out knowing that tomorrow we're doing punch out uh, kind of did yeah because oh, okay. uh brian brian almost uh, skipped film sack so that he could play punch out is, is <laughs> the way i understand it yeah i didn't have to i did both <laughs> okay good <laughs> Body blow, body, body blow. blow, body blow, yeah. body blow. Well done. It's funny, that's where we all went. We all went body blow. That's what you do. You go body yeah. blow. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we're men. Uh, well, awesome. So let's get into it here today. Uh, Brian, you want to explain sure. this and how it works and what's going on? Yes, I will. Welcome to the Morning Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm going to be giving you two, you two, the two of you, the answers. I'm going to no, be giving so Scott not the and Brian. Band. Yeah. Not, no, no, not the band. The band, uh, the band stays behind. Uh, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. Follow along, Claire. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if they get any wrong, they get zero points for that round. <laughs> if they guess one and get it right, they get a point. Guess two and get them right, you get three points. And if you guess all three correctly, you get five points points for that round. Whoa. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant, and contestants will be pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Hey, do you see those names uh, down there in the spreadsheet? Mm, let's see here. Me no. neither. Oh, nope. So here's who you're playing for. You're going to be playing for... All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right there. Let, body blow! Oh, I forgot I'll just say body blow right. while you do it. Body blow! Yeah, body blow! Body blow! Body blow. Oops, hold on a that, second. Well, that, was oh, the, oh. that was the warehouse manager, by the way, at, at Nintendo of America, who was doing those... He did uh, the body blow? That voice yeah, yeah. They 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 polled around the office to see who could do the voice, and he did the best. Body blow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Really, I love that. So that voice could normally yell, "Ah, I needed, uh, I don't know, a, uh, a forklift over here in the third on the third rack of the thing." He could say because he's the warehouse exactly. manager. Okay. Yeah, nice. and then he would punch him in the gut and say, "Body blow." Body blow. Body blow. That's great. Body blow. Uh, all right, Scott, you're gonna be playing for Wabbit. Uh, Wabbit Magic in Portland, Oregon. Nice. Brian, you're going to be playing for Gerald LaForest from oh. Minnesota, you betcha. Oh, that's great. Oh. We love Minnesota. That's where Wendy is. So he's a, he's a Frenchman in Minnesota? Is that what I'm getting? Gerald LaForest from Minnesota. Okay. Sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of funny, actually, now that you say that. Yep. Uh, the prizes today are the winner is going to get a copy of Quantum Break and Metro Exodus for Steam. Both very good games. But the runner-up is going to get Back for Blood, which I think is the fourth installation oh. of the Back for Blood series. No, I don't know. It might be. No, but you're, you're not no. far off. So Back for Blood is developed and made by X developers who made the Left for Dead Left series, for Left for Dead oh, 1 and 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So they so they basically made a spiritual sequel to these to those games and it's very good. Back for Blood is yeah. excellent. Quite, yeah, actually, every games, game here yeah. today, yeah, these are all really, really good games. So, Oh, no kidding. Wabbit Magic is in the chat room, which means he should not have filled out this form. So, uh, Scott, instead, <laughs> you're going to be playing for... I'm just kidding. I'll do this. <laughs> That's totally fine. You just don't get to call in Wabbit Magic. That's the rule. Yeah. Ha ha. 
Thanks, right. Peter. Well, let's do All it. right, let's get to the game here. Uh, let me give you, let's give you your first category and six possible answers. We're starting off with ah, history. Uh, wow. Attendees at Martin Luther King Jr.'s 1963 March on Washington. So these were, I want you to tell me the three of these six people who were there and attended Martin MLK Jr.'s uh, March on Washington okay. in 1963. Your choices are Charlton Heston, Henry Fonda, Maya Angelou, Rosa Parks, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, man. I think mm-hmm. three of those these people all, are... These all feel like a trick. Well, <laughs> every one of them feels like it's a trick. Sure, I can't sure. see Charlton Heston just because, I don't know, he was kind of an ass. Um, and Eleanor Roosevelt? But he's all about alive? freedom, too, though. So, I mean, he's only an ass because of the gun thing, right? Right. He's uh, an NRA ass. Right, but that's not necessarily. No, no, no. I know. I realize that. Ass. But it wasn't he's not just necessarily a racist ass. He's just a, right, 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 uh, right. a gun fanatic ass. <laughs> there was something else with him, though. I don't remember what it was. Can't remember. I don't know. I'm too oh, nervous to click. These it. are impossible. I'm just gonna click on two of the names you would think, okay, and then be wrong. <laughs> Look at you guys. You locked in with exactly the same two answers. You guys right. both thought Henry Fonda. And uh, I can't hear the loons. Uh, and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, one of those is right. The other one oh. is wrong. Sammy Davis Jr. was there. Charlton Heston really was there, along with Rosa I knew Parks. Ah, uh, uh, Oh, I thought Rosa Parks. Was Maya Angelou and uh, Eleanor Roosevelt n- not in attendance. I think Maya Angelou would have been too young. Too young, maybe. Yeah. Sixty-three. Yeah. She, yeah. She, Rosa she Parks like, felt like. Bait. Early 20s, I think. Early 20s. I'm just right. not sure she had hit her stride yet. And or... Rosa Parks, you know, my first thought was, like was bait. Rosa Parks alive in 19... She would have been. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she because... was. Yeah. 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 I don't know why. I just thought it would be... It too... happened almost near the same time, it didn't did. it? Wasn't yeah. that... Yeah. yeah. The, to uh... me, I separate it, though. I separate it in time, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's, to yeah, me, right. it's decades Once again, apart. it felt like bait. I was yeah. like, mm, It was baity. Two on the nose. Yeah. It was baby. All right, well, All right. Let's get so to, zero, zero. Uh, question number two: uh, Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Uh, six, <laughs> six answers. Three of these are actual witches brew ingredients from Shakespeare's Macbeth. You know the uh, where that comes from. The the uh, right uh, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. And then they say, bubble, and then they throw trouble. things. They add things to the cauldron and. Uh, um, I should know this, but I've, I've we've. I've, I've experienced so much BS since then based right, on this. Right, exactly. That yeah. now I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm still waiting for them to update uh, Macbeth uh, so I can run it on Silicon. I know, right? Uh, Man, that thing, I'm not. they're not going to let us run Rosetta 2 forever. Get on it. Exactly. Jeez um, All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm updated to Ibeth. Ibeth. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm jabbing things now. I'm just. Jabbing and selecting. There we go. All right. Bunny blow. I actually feel pretty good about these two sources. Oh, well, good. Good for you. Yeah. I don't feel good enough for three. But but like Claire, it's not saying it three times. It's not like uh, Candyman. Uh, Candyman. It's you don't say it uh, to an actor before they're about to go out or something, right? Isn't oh, that no, the that's, deal? You don't say break a leg. Oh. No, you I don't, say, you you don't say, say good luck. You don't say good luck to an actor. You say break a leg. Or but there's something... Yeah. There's something with Macbeth. You don't. It's not a. 
Yeah, you don't say it in a theater. That's it, Gwen. Thank you. Yes, it's, you not a, it's not. It's not. It's uh, not Beetlejuice. What if you do too G- many rules? You do GLHF. Good luck. Have fun. That's what you do. <laughs> I just don't say anything. Anybody? Mm. Yeah, just don't say anything. Mm. That's a good rule. Right. Exactly. All, All right, right. Cool. Let's see how we did. Uh, let's see how you guys did. Oh, one of you is getting some points. Uh, you Uh-oh, both said Scott, I have Newt, mm-hmm. which is correct. Of course, I have Newt is the most right, famous right. ingredient they throw into the deal. Uh, Scott said tongue of dog. Brian said milk of rat. The answers are I have Newt, tongue of dog, and gall of goat. Of gall of goat? I was sure gall that wasn't yeah, it. Like the gallbladder, I guess, of a goat. Um, right. But right. I thought it was just too many gall syllables. of goat. I came, very, gall of goat? I came very close to milk of rat. Just because it's yeah, so it weird, and I thought, well, I probably just haven't heard it in a so while. It. I'm glad I didn't yeah. do it. That is why Ooh. you picked it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we got Scott with three points, Brian with zero. Oh my gosh. No. It comes down to the final question. Oh, love this one Disney princesses. Three oh, of these cool. are Disney princesses. Three of them are not. Okay. Your choices are Alice, Aurora, Anastasia, Tiana, Merida, and oh. Tinkerbell. Hmm. Now, if you want any chance of winning, Brian, uh, you need Shut to up, go I'm for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I can't remember yes. if some of these got locked into that or not. Right. right. Shit. And Anastasia's not even Disney. I don't Thanks think. for the clue. Well, you already locked in, so we don't care where you're doing. All right, I think. I think I like my answers. All right. Okay. All right. I like my answers. Let's see. One of you said Aurora, Tiana, and Merida Mm. as your answers. Mm -hmm. And those are exactly right. Mm. And then the other one said the same thing. And we both go, this guy wins. It's exactly right. You both (laughs) said Aurora, Tiana, and Merida. Yeah. Anastasia is a 20th century fox princess. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tinkerbell is not, and neither is Alice. She's just a girl in a blue dress. That's all she is. Yeah. Plus, Alice Uh, is from a previous, um, well, I guess there's other things from previous stories before Disney got a hold of them but that right, one just never right. felt right why would you ever make her a, a princess yeah she wouldn't be uh congratulations going to scott and uh by proxy uh wabbit wabbit magic you are getting quantum break and metro exodus uh for steam courtesy of wesley and uh but but uh gerald laforest you are getting uh back for blood so listen everyone's a winner yeah there's no Everyone. losers today except brian dunaway no. he's the only loser really hey <laughs> I mean, you know, technically. I don't mean, you know, in the most... I don't mean it in the, I got, in the But royal. I got to play a game and hang out with you guys, so yeah. technically... Okay, then you win, too. Technically, we're all winners. Everyone's a winner, a winner, especially Brian Ibbett is what I meant to say. Or Brian mm-hmm. Dunaway is what I meant to say. Especially uh, well, anyway, uh, hey, Brian Dunaway, tomorrow we're talking all about that there, uh, that there body blow business. Uh, body blow. <laughs> we're going to play Punch Out. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about that and a couple other boxing games uh, that... You may or may not have played. Yeah, also the the weird differences between the arcade punch out and the home version of punch out and super punch out and yeah. when did at that Mike time Tyson Mike Tyson leave? did a thing and then they then they took it back and yep. then Yeah. Yep. And Glass Joe and why he's the worst character in the history of the planet, that sort of stuff. He's not the worst character. He's, he's pretty fun. Bad. Glass Joe's pretty stupid. I mean, he's literally does, uh, got, he's made of glass. You can break him, is the point. At some point, does does Mike Tyson uh, bite somebody's ear off? I guess it wasn't Mike Tyson's until later on, right? It no, it's right, Tyson. Right, right. That happened after the Mike game Tyson's. was released. Yeah, he yeah. bit. The, yeah, no, no. The, 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 the other way around. Was always, punch out was always Mike Tyson? Mike, 
No, it started out as Punch Out. It wasn't going to be Mike Tyson. They decided to partner with Mike Tyson, and then he was yeah. The first release on the NES gotcha. was the Mike Tyson, and then okay. they took him out. And after they took the, him out, but he didn't bite that ear off for years and years and years yeah, later. Yeah, right? no, that I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing. It's also it's a weird, weird history, and I can't wait to learn yeah. more about it. Don't yeah. forget about, and you may have even forgotten about Super Punch Out. Remember those Punch Out, and there was Super Punch Out in the arcade. No, I remember Super Punch Out. That had that I cool. Totally remember Super Punch Out. Had that mm-hmm. cool translucent uh, fighter body. That you would yes. Fight through. Oh, they, that wasn't in the original. I thought for some reason that was in the original. Mm. You know, the old eight bit oh. one was like little tiny dude down in front. That's and, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you had to jump up to punch people. Yeah. It was oh, crazy. You, just wow. wait until you hear what what uh, Donkey Kong has to do with Punch Out. <laughs> you won't believe these eleven you won't things you it. didn't know about Super Punch Out. Yep. We're gonna teach you all of it. So that's tomorrow, three thirty Mountain Time. Frogpants.tv is the place to be and by then my mouth should not be numb anymore and I'll probably be in a lot of pain it'll be great I'm looking yeah, forward to it it'll be great it'll yeah. be, it'll be so much be fun glass Joe. <laughs> yeah then I'll be I'll be glass Joe for sure then uh, hey Brian Dunaway uh, kiss our butts hey. and we'll no, see you. you soon bye now alright All right. I was hoping to cut him off on a oh, would have been nice you tried you tried Scott uh, and, you know, I'm always you know. trying not always succeeding but not I'm always, always. alright here's this Time for some news brought to you by Soundography, a brand new episode going up this morning, right after the show. Uh, the third wave of ska, a band called The Toasters. We, uh, we had a sponsored episode, a person on Patreon, Patreon uh, supported the show at a level that lets them make us listen to an entire catalog of a band. Yes, it's a it's a cruel fate for Hammond and I, but we did it. Mm. This one I was happy to do, though. Toaster's great ska band. Hammond and I talk uh, all about uh, that third wave of ska band, the Toasters. You know, there was a third wave even. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, yep. what wave are we on now? Is it the, We have no waves right now, right? Uh, we have no wave of ska, yeah. Uh, third wave is the most recent. It's like the... Uh, early 90s 80s um but first wave is like prince buster and stuff like that i think okay. that was first wave second wave uh so the mighty mighty boss tones where do they fit they're they're still uh, third wave okay um yeah okay so the wave i probably think of is the one where i was exposed to ska is probably third wave like all that yeah. stuff okay yeah. i mean we got a little bit of it in the 80s uh, second wave with stuff like um english beat and um uh, specials, yeah. Um, specials are probably a really good definition of the of a good second wave. Well, that sounds like a good band. episode to check out because yeah, you'll go into that and so much more. So check that out, soundography, everyone. Uh, we got a viral TikTok in the house. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Uh, it shows a pile of new bikes in a Target dumpster. This seems like a waste. <laughs> oh no! Really? Yeah, I don't know what's going on here with uh, with Target and their throwing away shit despite the difficulty getting new bikes these days because they are kind of rare people are having a hard time getting bikes everything's Mm -hmm. shortage of everything right now target is apparently not suffering from the same supply chain issues as the rest of the industry so much so in fact a viral video of an alleged target dumpster in ohio shows at least a dozen new bikes being tossed the tiktok video posted by dumpster underscore fines (laughs) that's a pretty 
Wow, that is a pretty specific TikTok uh, video, like a user, right? Like, yeah. you know what you're going to get with, with this one. Yeah, I wonder what this guy focuses on. Hmm, I'll bet oh, it's I found a half-eaten buns. burrito. Here's a good one. <laughs> See, that's the thing is I'll bet most of their posts are boring, but this one is yeah. like, whoa, how many on. posts? How many posts do you think they have where they're getting tetanus shots? Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> How often are they getting to back to the clinic after a after a rough week yeah, of dumpster exactly, finds? Exactly, yes. Um, let's see. This happened back in April. Sparked a bunch of outrage in recent days as commenters called out Target for tossing bikes rather than donating them. Yeah. Uh, nearly 300,000 views and, a thousand, and thousands of comments. The TikTok video has made thousands of viewers aware of the retailer. Uh, uh, let's see. That retailers aren't just creating new products at breakneck speed. They're also simply tossing out what isn't selling. Uh, the video pans over several bikes still in the box or with tags on them from brands like Huffy oh. and Schwinn. Well, what else would it be? It's all, of course, it's all Huffy and Schwinn. That's all they sell. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody sell Raleigh's or Trex at Target. No. No. Is Giant Huffy still a thing? Can I get a Giant brand bike still? I don't remember. I don't even remember Giant bikes. Oh, I loved mine. So good. But I don't, I don't know if they still do those. Actually, I'm going to look. Yeah. Let's see. Giant. Monkey Banana says Giant is a thing. And, oh, yeah, uh, Ms. and Carter, Miss Carter J. Yes, you can. How did you? What? How do you know, girl? How does your daughter know? Yeah, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, there they are. They're still doing them. They're good. They're good bikes. Oh, they have electrics now. Ooh. <laughs> I want All right, Jedi seventy one with the winning comment. I'm, I'm just going to relay this because uh, listeners who don't show up to the show live would miss a gem like this. Okay. But basically, he uh, he he quotes Ringo. Don't send me any more Target bikes. They're going to get tossed <laughs> after April 18th. I, I warn you with peace and love. Don't send me any more bikes. Wow. That's perfect. Nice reference. Deep cut for some. You, some Deep may have, cut, may have to look and that that's up. fantastic. Well done. Jedi 71, you've won the morning. Carter, why are you bike shopping? You have that bike in the garage. It's your bike. You have a bike that I don't know if she's even ridden yet. You got a bike. Don't look for bikes. She, you know, well, she the, can do the training wheels on there and stuff. It's a little old, Scott. That's it's a, true. it's a what they call a balance bike. Uh, that is true. Although you'd look no pedals. <laughs> she's wearing the coolest. Uh, okay, okay. You know when I, you and I were buying Chuck Taylors in the eighties, they were just the uh-huh. canvas, you know, flat footed yeah. whatevers. That's just what they were, and that's all you could ever get. I don't know if you've noticed lately, but they've got Chuck Taylors that are amazing now. Like oh really no I big seen thick truck. soles and just really? like they're expensive but they're really nice and she walked out in a pair today that made me wish I had a pair I may have to get me some of those Chuck Taylors oh. they've come a long way is what I'm saying anyway there you go it's not important here um, why weren't the bikes donated or sold at a steep discount well Target lists many global philanthropy and uh, environmental objectives on their corporate website but notes. They do not donate merchandise under any circumstances. Bicycling has contacted Target for com- for comment. Bicycling Magazine, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also Bicycling.com. Unfortunately, this right. kind of waste isn't reserved for Target alone. In recent years, fashion brands and other retailers have come under fire for throwing away merchandise that does not sell at a certain time frame, even, when a new, uh, even if it's new or still in the box. Uh, there are many reasons for this, from the legal and tax implications for donating goods to the simple desire to keep the supply and demand at the level that it is. That's, I think that that's, sucks. It does suck, and I feel like it's BS, right? I mean, if they donate it, isn't it like a tax break for companies? Yeah, it's not going to hurt them on taxes. It doesn't hurt them on taxes, right? No, exactly. It's a, it, that will always be a benefit. I think it's more about controlling controlling supply and demand. That's it. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm totally after this. I'm going to totally boycott Walmart. I'm going <laughs> to. I like Target. I'm just going to boycott Walmart. Do it, yeah, so. do another store. Just add a. I'm going to boycott Kmart because then I don't. I can, if in case I need to go, to, <laughs> at least they don't exist. You know. Um. <clears throat> yeah, that's lame. I, I think people should call them out. I think that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It totally does. Uh. All right. Here's the thing you don't want to do unless you want to go to jail. Maybe people do. I'm not saying you don't want to go to jail. Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you do want to go to jail. Maybe you like the food. Yeah. Especially the, if you're in the uh, the bro time. I yeah, don't know. The bro Maybe. time. Oh, the bro time is the best bro time. <laughs> the bro time. Yeah. So if you're uh, an angry IT admin, maybe don't do this. Um, he wiped his employer's databases and as a result got seven years in prison. Oh, man. Oh, geez. That's a lot. Han I'm Bing. I'm on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's name is Han or Han Bing. If it's Han, then Han hacked first, I guess. I don't know. Ah. A former database administrator for Lianjia, a Chinese real estate broker. Never tell me the passwords. (laughs) (laughs) Boring conversation anyway. Dad! (laughs) A Chinese real estate brokerage agent, or giant rather, has been sentenced to seven years in prison for logging into corporate systems and deleting company data. Uh, Bing allegedly performed the act in June of 2018 when he used his administrator privileges and root account to access the company's financial system and delete all stored data from two database servers and two application servers. This has resulted in the immediate crippling of large portions of their operations, leaving tens of thousands of its employees without salaries or extended period, uh, for an extended period and forcing a data restoration effort that costs roughly 30 grand American Mm. dollars. The indirect damages from disruption of business uh, are more damaging. Let's see, they operate thousands of offices. They employ over 120,000 brokers, own 51 subsidiaries, and its market value is estimated to be about $6 billion. Anyway, yeah, but don't be doing that. That's bad. Mm-hmm. You're going to get in trouble. And someone in the chat says backups. Uh, I don't know how they do it over there. Uh, maybe he yeah. hacked the backups. Maybe he... I don't know what they he should, did. They should have an offsite backup. Come on. What's your backup strategy? Come on. Come on. But even if they did, this would still be as illegal. <laughs> well, yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't like, oh, well, you had a backup. It cost them $30,000 of uh, yeah. restoration. It would have been like, oh, okay, well, we'll send, we'll send Bill to the, uh, the, the dry storage uh, facility and grab our stuff and, uh, oh. You 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 cost us fifteen minutes. Oh, Han Bing. <laughs> okay, Enjoy you only prison, have handler bong. Yeah, you only have to go there for a year then instead of the right, seven. Exactly. No, you go for the full schmear. Uh, all right, here's a here's a cool story about a pilot. Okay. Uh, well, not really for the pilot. The pilot's kind of sad. The pilot was down. <laughs> okay, so the pilot passed out. Sure. And uh, passengers had to take over a plane with no idea how to fly and land the damn thing. It's another, another movie, a TV trope, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Like this I hope he was all on the, time. the radio. What do I do? I don't know what to do. <laughs> now calm down. Tell me what you see. You got now. You have an instrument in front of you. It's going to say altimeter or <laughs> ALT. I've seen this movie a thousand times. We have exactly a passenger with no experience flying uh, radioed an urgent plea to help with the or when the pilot of a small plane suddenly fell ill in a Florida off the Florida Atlantic coast and was unable uh, to fly. So this guy was able to land the plane safely with the help of air traffic controllers. I've got a serious situation here, he says. Sounds like the movie. Uh, the man <laughs> said Tuesday afternoon, according to audio on liveatc.net, a website that broadcasts and archives air traffic controller communications. I've only ever played Flight Simulator in Excel. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's never presented me with Easter this problem. 
The pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly this plane, he says. Uh, an air traffic controller in Fort Pierce responded, asking if he knew the position of the single-engine Cessna 208. I have no idea. I can see the coast of Florida in front of me, and I have no idea, the passenger said. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, talked him through it. And they were able cool. to land. And I imagine thing. there were a bunch of uh, guys standing around the person on the radio uh, at the airport wearing uh, short sleeved white shirts with ties yep. who all applauded as soon as uh, the yep. plane landed safely. Yep. Like a mini NASA success uh-huh. or something. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. Clapping. And then the and- main guy wipes the sweat off his brow and says, <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> I mean, it's basically. It's basically the drama version of Airplane, right? Right, exactly. Which was the comedy version of every other movie that did this. Yeah. Passenger, whatever. Or no. What what was the old flights? Airport 77. Airport 77. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. You got to film suck that shit. We do. (laughs) Man, the days when... uh, when, when, uh, movies put years in the titles of their of their films what's the uh, i mean blade runner 2049 doesn't really count when was the last time a movie re- was released with the title of the year it came out so if we don't count the obvious one's 1984 but I, I, we can't count right. that um let's say was there something was there a, a dracula 2000 or something like that that came out in 2000 yes or frankenstein 2000 <clears throat> or something no, it was dracula 2000 and it was a. Uh, Oh, 2012. Of course, TV's Travis. Oh, 2012. Yes, that did come out in 2012. Yeah, good job. Buffalo 66, they say. Death Race 3000. That doesn't count. We have no, we're not That's there yet. It's not counted yet. <laughs> no. Um, where it's in the but Yeah, title? 2012 is the... Because that... Did, did that come out in 2012 or 2011? Yeah. No, it came, it came out, out, it came right? out in 2012. It actually competed yeah. with that Battleship thing. That's right. And oh, I'm Blues here to tell you... 2000, that's another good one. I yep. think Battleship 2000... Or I think um, Battleship is better than 2012. Oh, I agree. Better yeah. film, yeah. It got less uh, hype, but it's better. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I can't think of any others. Really, Tom? I heard Dracula 2000 is horrendous. Like, one of the worst things that... Um, it's, it's, it's What's his name? The Halloween guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, who directed Halloween? Yeah. Uh, uh, Frank Stickman. <laughs> the only name. I know it's not Cronenberg, but that, that's, uh, that can't, that's not leaving my mind right now. John Carpenter. Oh, Carpenter. John Carpenter, John yes. Carpenter made Dracula 2000, I think. And it's hmm. supposed to be a real shit show. Interesting. Maybe maybe we need to sack it. Yeah, Tom Normax says it's good. So now, now we oh, have Benjen to. Oh, says that we started to watch it for film second and then vetoed it. Really? No. We may have, and then it got pulled. We didn't stop it because we didn't like it. That's definitely not one of those vetoes. I'm sure of that. Hmm. But we may have we may have said, "Hey, next week is Dracula 2000," and then it got pulled. Like it always that that happens. That happened this week. We were supposed to yeah. be doing. Um, I'm kind of glad. It's, I'm glad we didn't do it. Yeah, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, wasn't in the mood. Come on, it, Tom Green and Crispin Glover and Bill Murray and uh, this wasn't in the mood. I don't yeah. know why. So what are we yeah. do? What are we doing instead? We're of doing the Italian job. Oh yeah, the Italian Transporter job. was Transporter One. Also removed, even though the other transporters still just fine. Yeah, they're just all there. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch people in Mini Coopers. That was the movie that made me yes, want to get a Mini Cooper. It was Cooper. all Mini Coopers, exactly. Yeah, I love that car. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will be here. Yeah, that's right. It's Monday. I'm gonna catch up on what's happening in the nerd world. That'll happen right after this yeah. song that Brian brought. 
Ah, it's time for a little uh, little pop, a little indie pop, and uh, totally digging this. Uh, on June 10th, Jamie Drake is going to be releasing her album called New Girl. Uh, it's her, her brand new album coming out via Anti-Fragile Music. That's another great name. Um, this is... Uh, uh, the title track from the album, little bossa nova influence on this one. The song is called, it's a title track, so the song is called the same thing as the album, New Girl. <laughs> Here's Jamie Drake. Here it is. We'll be right back. <laughs> Mess you left 
left when you went away. It's not fair. The morning stream. Computer, stop the flow of time. All right, we're back, everybody. That was a uh, that was weird. I apologize. <laughs> I want to, to ask everyone. you about that. So first off, the song you just heard was Jamie Drake doing "New Girl" from her upcoming album, which comes out uh, June twelfth. So I'm oh, sorry, t- June tenth. June tenth. Right, so that so so was that like that was really Alanis Morissette, but it was like slowed down and then sped up, like yes. ramped up. Right? So basically, I found this account where all they do is ruin songs by changing the pace the, or not the pace but like the te- the tempo or the pitch yeah. or whatever and it's every it's like all sorts of stuff like like um here's the smash mouth song but in polka form oh, all right it's pretty wacky i'll send you the link to it because send me the link stuff. to that one yeah. yeah i mean here's would you like to know the only times i ever look at tiktok yeah. when scott sends me a link <laughs> basically it's then and then i'm like all right well let's see what else is going on <laughs> That's because you haven't you haven't sussed out your algorithm yet. I know. It's still I haven't, I haven't got stuff. time to suss out an algorithm because it's like, oh, it's another person dancing, and yeah. oh no, it's another person who is just uh, miming the lyrics to some audio thing that I've never heard of. Oh, yeah. and here's another one where mm-hmm. some person is playing both the roles of her mom and herself when her mom tells her to do something. Yeah, it's like basically, uh, you're at the baseline of uh of content <laughs> exactly yeah. i know i need to i need to just sit there and do that maybe that's what i'll do on the plane is uh three hours of tiktok i'll, I'll pay for uh pay for uh, wi-fi and do it that pay way for right? wi-fi and just get my algorithm spend the three hours fixing my algorithm yep. on tiktok and the real trick is just you see something you like you, you stay there for a sec you maybe like it or something yeah, and then if it's yeah. a, someone dancing or singing, freaking flick past that thing as fast as you can. Oh, can't, yeah, can't flick past it fast enough. Yeah, and then it'll go. Oh, okay, we see what Brian likes, and then it'll be nothing but horse yes. porn, like you like you like you like the horse. And porn. of course, I've already I'm already following Claire. Come on now, of course. Yeah, we I'm follow you and your dog. Me. All we get is dog videos. Hey, Claire, it's a bunch of sausage, like super long haired sausage dogs. Yeah, why don't you just branch out a little bit? Yeah, you know. How about a little bit of about, something How about else? you do some dancing? <laughs> I don't know what song that is. I love it, though. I don't either. I don't either. I just, that's everything I, everything <clears throat> I see on TikTok. That's really great. <laughs> all right. Let's get uh, major spoilers all up inside this thing here where he belongs. Damn it. Uh, here you go. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Major Spoiler Zone, Stephen Schleicher from Hayes, Kansas, joining us as he does every Monday to talk about comics and pop culture and movies and other cool stuff. Stephen, welcome back. How are you? Hello, I'm good. That's fantastic. Hey, I had hello. a great time on your show last week, by the way. That was really fun. Oh, good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was really a lot of fun. People, If you didn't listen, you missed out. You need to get over there and uh, check out last week's Major Spoilers podcast with Scott Johnson. Yeah, it was very good. And I, I actually, um, well, our, our comics discussion was good, but we just went places I didn't expect, and it was just a lot of fun. So do oh, check it out. It was very good. Uh, Steven, here's always talking about some cool stuff. Uh, it looks like that new Daredevil series on Disney Plus is real. That's happening? <sighs> yes. I so. mean, is it happening? They've hired a couple of writers to... to uh, do the showrunners of the show and, and write the series but I mean Marvel and Disney haven't really announced anything but mm. I mean you kind of knew yeah. that there was going to be a Daredevil series when Charlie Cox shows up in a Spider-Man movie and they put the whole uh, 
series on Disney Plus. Uh, also, Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio showing up. Uh, I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. It's it's been six months, Scott. If you haven't seen, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen uh, Hawkeye, uh, yeah, the Hawkeye series, yeah, mm-hmm. Kingpin shows up in that as well. So right. you know, it seems pretty pretty spot on that we're going to see another Daredevil series sooner rather than later. Although. Uh, 2024 maybe yeah oh yeah we're not mm-hmm. we're yeah, no, no time soon. Yeah. and yeah. you know the fact that we get uh, uh jack of hearts at the end of loki i mean i feel like that you know that means we're ripe for a jack of hearts uh limited series uh, yeah. on disney plus yeah. as well yeah. i'm just hoping someday we get a stilt man series <laughs> oh stilt man sure yes yeah yeah <laughs> <How> about- <laughs> unfortunately though modok brian is not coming back to hulu so oh, oh shucks well maybe someday i'll watch the rest of the season after i stopped it <laughs> Episode five. That's a bummer. Apple TV, that's a Apple TV still was reminding me, like, "Hey, you still have Modoc to finish." I'm like, "Yeah, that's all right." You know what keeps happening? What is this curse about? Because it continues to be the truth that DC original animated projects are great, like that that Harley Quinn series, freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then Disney does anything animated, non live action, and it never does good. I don't understand. You mean, you mean Marvel? You mean, you mean Marvel? I mean Marvel, Disney, Disney yes, Marvel, whoever. Yes. Like when Marvel does Disney anything, like <laughs> like whatever they do. Like I'm trying to, you know, Modoc. Oh man, their yeah. original, their original movies that they had back in the um, early to mid 2000s were yeah. just the worst things ever. But Disney, Disney animated Marvel. What if? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's oh really- yeah. If you count that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't- count that because it's Disney and Marvel, and it's. Animated. I mean, and if you yeah. count all the the. It's weird. It's anthology Marvel, though, though. It's not the animated same. Kid shows on the Disney Plus and other places. Those are pretty yeah. good. Too. Those are okay too. Have you watched any of Spider Man's Amazing? Friends I haven't watched the. Those. I haven't yeah. watched that one, but my oldest was super into the. Um, uh, it was like little Avengers. They had these little warped big head thing Avengers thing oh, back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Oh man, uh-huh. he loved that nonstop. And in fact, he really like picked up a lot of his Marvel vocabulary as far as who are the characters, what's their backstory from mm-hmm. just watching the cartoons. So when it comes time to going into a movie, he's like, Oh yeah, I know who Doctor Strange is. I know who, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh the watcher is. So he knows all these things just from watching those cartoons. So don't dismiss the cartoons, but definitely dismiss yeah. the uh dismiss the Marvel, anything Marvel that was not Disney. Yeah. 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 But, uh, all right. So let's say they that you know, we've got all these great things coming out. We've seen trailers for She Hulk and, mm-hmm. and Ms. Marvel, and uh, we know Secret Invasion is coming. We know um Ironheart is coming. Fantastic what, Force coming. Well, I'm talking about like a series, Disney series. Oh, oh Disney Fantastic series. Force is supposed to be a. Uh, but all right, so what? Let's say Disney is going to announce another animated Marvel series, something that hasn't been. Oh well, they've already announced X Men '97, so that one's out too. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That one. That one's kind of a, a, a weird one. A weird one. But let's say like Howard the Duck. Would that be the right way to do a Howard the Duck uh, thing? See, do it I think animated? if they did, it would again end up on Hulu because I think Howard the Duck is just a little bit too, too raw for, yeah, yeah. too raw yeah. and yeah, too, too yeah. avant-garde for, now, for mainstream Monkey. Disney. Hit Monkey did well, and and I think was oh, really? very good. <laughs> you didn't like it. <laughs> I watched the first episode. I was like, nah, okay. Oh, really? Oh, no, you need yeah. to continue with it. it. Okay. It definitely gets better, and I was hooked by... God, a third of the way, halfway oh, through the season. Here is a really good series that would work, work great as an animated series on Disney Plus. Yeah, Moon Girl yeah. and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that oh, would hit. Hold on. I mean, for those who are not it, aware, who tell me about Devil Dinosaur? Who the hell's that? 
So Devil Dinosaur is a dinosaur yeah. from the dinosaur times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really selling me. Keep going. Uh-huh. And Moon Girl is a little girl who uh, has the ability to, she's really smart, but she also has the ability to communicate with Devil Dinosaur. And they go out and have incredible adventures together. Uh, right now in the comic books, uh, Devil Dinosaur, I guess, is lost in time. Okay. And so she's teaming up with like Wolverine and uh, Captain Marvel and all these others to go out and uh, try and find her her dinosaur. So uh, what was it? It was Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur? Moon was Boy, the, that's right. Yeah, Moon, Moon Boy, Boy was the original. But he, uh, would yeah, ride, he would ride Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah um, Devil Dinosaur is a yeah. big old red Jack Kirby creation. He looks dinosaur. the the little Moon Boy guy looks like a little Wolverine or something. Yeah, so, kind so, of. Okay. Yeah, interesting. All right, that would I'm, be that that show. I think would work that's as like really as a good animated show. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, could be a fun sardonic uh, good time. Ecstatics might be a really good animated. Mm-hmm. Because then you can you can get your dupe and uh, did any of I don't think any of the other Ecstatics members was a big guy on. Big guy? Um, was he in the ecstatics? No. Who am I thinking of? Uh, you think the strong guy? Oh, strong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. guy? Yeah, no, that was uh, early, that was X X Force. Force, yeah, yeah. But no, ecstatics was what the Mike Allred um, mm-hmm. X Men series, and mm-hmm. that would be that would be a, a great one to adapt. Especially, man, if you could get if you could capture that Mike Allred style. Um, oh yeah. For the animation, holy cow, that'd be epic. Yeah, there have only been a few times where people have actually taken someone's style and put it into the, the yeah. comics. Now, there's a jumping over to DC Comics really quick. They have a House of Mystery, which is a bunch of their animated shorts, and they do it in a bunch of different styles, including a Blue Beetle one that's done in the old, um, like old Spider-Man uh, series from the '60s kind of style. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. When they did Disney did Atlantis, it was um, all the character design was all based on Mike Mignola's uh, artwork. And yeah, and so it would be interesting to see something that is just straight up. Let's take uh, Allred's work or Kirby's work and just give them those yeah. those very different looks. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Mike Allred has it, 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 you would think of that as a very pop artish kind of uh, style, very, very but uh, though, very Lichtenstein, like in Lichtenstein. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that, and um, and also very thick outlines around all the characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and one of the most uh, brilliant first issues i ever read of a comic book was ecstatics number one it was completely not what i was expecting mm-hmm. so, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh impossible man uh, could we could we do an impossible man without the uh fantastic four i don't think you could huh you don't think so okay. maybe no i don't know hmm. I'm looking at it i'd have to think about that he's a goofball yeah. that guy look at him he's, he's a, yeah he's weird looking yeah, I don't. These characters are kind of new to me, but I'm all I'm down for it. Like I, all I'm saying, like the reason I brought up that that Harley Quinn series is that Harley Quinn series is like funny, raw, has heart, uh, is somehow uh, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why it's yeah. as good as it is. And so they just need to make something good. That's all. Animation's yeah. hard. All right, I yeah. get it. I mean, drunk Commissioner Gordon, uh, insecure Batman. Right. The whole Joker story arc is great. Yeah, the Commissioner Gordon's in, uh, freaking amazing. Like, mm-hmm. and who is it? It's played by um, it's Kaylee Cuoco, right? No, not he does Harley Quinn. Yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> we we asked not, who not we said who plays Gordon. Commissioner oh, Gordon. Oh, you're talking about drunk Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, yeah. 
I said, who plays Commissioner Gordon? You said, Kaylee Cuoco. Um, oh, I, I just heard It's Played by Who again. Oh, I didn't oh, hear oh gotcha. It. I heard It's. I didn't hear the... No, I gotcha. Uh, hold on. I'm going to find this because it's mean, a... Yeah, I'm looking it up really it's quick. It's something too. amazing. Uh, it's uh, Christopher M- Maloney. Oh, that. yeah, right. Oh, Christopher Maloney. Sure. She's so good in it. It's amazing. Anyway, um, also uh, Dietrich Bader's an excellent Batman. Plays a, an yeah. incredible Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he's done in some of the serious ones, right? This isn't his first time to that rodeo, I think. He did the Batman in Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah, that's right. Which is just a little bit more of a serious take. But he's he's good at it. He's just a good a good thing. Oh, Andy, Andy Alan Tudyk as Clayface is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, oh, if you haven't watched that show, it's freaking fantastic. Yeah, uh, Ron, is it Fuchs? Fuchs? The guy who does uh, King Shark Punches. He does King Shark, which is great. Really? I haven't gotten to that yet. J.B. Smooth plays uh, Poison Ivy's main plant. uh, is really great. Lake Bell is Poison Uh, Ivy. All the voice acting in this is just... Uh, It's comedy. HBO Max, Claire. Yeah, HBO Max is where you'll see that. It's excellent. It is sweary and bloody. Just know that. Uh So when you look at it, you'll be like, oh, this looks like the cartoons from the 90s with Batman. But woo, that band-aid is off. It looks like that, but it does not go like that. No, but it's also got a lot more heart than you'd expect, despite all of that. It's a very, very sweet little thing. All right. Uh, Well, there's that. So new Daredevil. Let's let's look forward to it, I suppose. Yeah, Uh, someday. Someday Someday it will happen. But uh, I would say, I know that uh, Kevin Feige uh, has said uh, Charlie Cox is our Daredevil. Mm. But if you're looking at... Three more years from now, there may be a different Daredevil under that mask. It could. He could do it, could though. Be. He's not old. Yeah. You know, he's a he's still a young man. I mean, but he may not be interested. He may be out doing oh, other things. Well, it's true. Well, the thing is, you don't hear a lot about Charlie Cox outside of this, do you? I feel like I don't. Like, what else? He is did he something to? recently yeah. that I was like, oh, Charlie Cox is in this. And then I watched it. It's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he might want Daredevil back is what I'm thinking. I could be wrong. Uh, we got Eisner Award uh, nominations. Oh yes. Uh, so this is this is happening. Uh, yes. So a couple of things. Yeah. Whenever whenever Scott gives me a chance to make recommendations on this show, yeah, it, there's generally for a reason. So for example, uh, Nightwing eighty seven, which I mentioned quite a while ago, because they were doing this whole polytriptic thing where the whole issue was just one giant panel. Although they didn't actually do it as a polytriptic uh, foldout, it was just you had to turn the page. But it was just one giant panel to tell the whole story. That's up for best single issue. Yeah. Uh, when we look at um, continuing series, uh, Nightwing is also up for that. If you're into cryptids and UFOs and all that stuff, uh, James Tynan the Fourth and Martin uh, Simmons uh, have the Department of Truth, which is up for best continuing series over at Image Comics. Uh, I mentioned multiple times, Scott, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which is True Grit, but with Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, that is up for best limited series. That's cool. And it is really good, as is The Good Asian uh, over at Image Comics as well. It talks about, it's a fictionalized account of the first uh, Asian detective uh, in Hawaii who comes to San Francisco to solve a crime. And I got to tell you, if you're the first volume, volume two really goes places. It's like nine issues, I think, total in, in the arc. Yeah. But it ends, uh, volume one ends, or issue five ends with this real kind of, did they just do that? And then by the end, you're like, oh, they didn't. And uh, fantastic series right there. Is this the Tom uh, Tate, by the way, the, the the Nightwing run you're talking about with the single panel mm-hmm. and then the rest mm-hmm. of that series? That's currently the Tom Tom Taylor's writing that stuff, Tom right? Tom Taylor, yes. Uh-huh. And Bruno Redondo is actually up for best artist 
uh, these guys are great uh, this together year for yeah. his for his work. I absolutely uh, when, love everything Tom Taylor writes. That guy's amazing. Yeah. yeah. When we look at best writers, I've mentioned multiple times the Reckless series from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Uh, Ed Brubaker is up for best writer for for his first two volumes of that from Image Comics. And uh, let's see, James Tynan is up, of course, for everything that he does. He is a writing fool at this uh, moment. Uh, also, Kelly Sue DeConnick's uh, Wonder Woman Historia has uh, up for several uh, nominations as as well. So there is a lot of stuff. If you just go over to the Comic-Con International website, comic-con.org, you can find a complete list of all of the nominations for this year. And if you're looking for great comics to read, if you certainly look at the you know, the best series or the best limited series or the best one shots or whatever that they have up there, you're going to find some excellent comics. Yeah. That's a, I was going to say, this is a great yearly way to kind of catch up on stuff. Maybe you behind on, or you didn't mm-hmm. know about, or you didn't know we're as good as it is or whatever. Like who's, who knew that Nightwing 87 was, you know, breaking records. And it is, it really, I mean, just because of the way that they were doing the story, I reviewed it a long time ago, back in December when it first came out. And it's, it's really a fascinating way to tell a story i'm not sure it's super successful but just because they were doing something radically different i think is the reason why it got it's yeah, it's worth honoring that and for those that get mm-hmm. tom taylor and tom uh king mixed up <laughs> don't worry they're both amazing writers so if you get mixed up and you end up reading tom king or tom taylor it doesn't matter they're both amazing yep. yeah. yeah you're both gonna get you're gonna get some great stuff out yeah. of them. They're the excellent Toms currently working today. I love the excellent Toms. Yeah, the excellent Toms performing this week at the (laughs) community theater. Uh, All right. Well, that's great. Yeah, go check it out. That's over at, uh, of course, the Comic-Con.org site has all these awards uh, Mm -hmm. laid out, which is what you're linking to on your site. Hey, Stephen, uh, anything else going on there on major spoilers? Ooh, I, before like, before oh, we uh, wrap with uh, stuff, I want to ask uh, Stephen if he's excited about Marvel Snap. Oh, yeah. I meant to ask that, too. Oh, is that the uh, video game? Yeah. It's the new... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the new uh, card uh, Hearthstone-style card game. Yeah, I, I I was so wrapped up with the DC multiverse or whatever that sure, game is because sure. there's a whole bunch of discussion about, about that that I kind of missed the snapped announcement. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm not sure what this is yet, and I haven't really had a chance to dive into it. But Man, uh, watch, uh, watch one of the Ben Brode's been putting up these amazing videos on YouTube showing actual gameplay. I am... Okay. So excited about this! I'm, I, I want somebody. Is there somebody second dinner in our uh, family of uh, tadpole listeners? <laughs> got to be somebody. Yeah, I've got a. I've got a uh, ten uh, a fire ten Amazon uh, Chrome tablet here waiting for a beta. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to play uh, pretty the, bad. It looks the awesome. The thing that looks the most amazing about that is what they claim is the zero wait time. Yeah. Because yeah. instead of waiting, you know, for in Hearthstone where you got to wait for that fuse to go all the way to the end right. for the other person, it's like everybody's turns are going one right after the other. Simultaneously and three-minute yeah. games. Yeah, like, three-minute oh, games. Man, that's a, that's a play-it-on-the-toilet game if I ever heard one. <laughs> they had yeah, me yeah, at yeah. three-minute games. I mean, really and truly. Like, if my mobile game to really shine for me, it needs to be quick in and out. I'm out of there. Yes. Let's play. Let's go. Right. Um, and then also in one of the gameplay videos they showed, um, I was really impressed with how when the when the cards are kind of flying in and flying out of play yeah. mm-hmm. that really cool pseudo 3d effect that they've got the 3d effect is amazing yeah it's yeah. really cool yeah. but i noticed yeah. angela in there and i almost texted oh. steven and went she Why? has been she's been a marvel she's been at marvel for almost a decade now they that's just crazy to me 
It's crazy. Oh, they, and they yeah. haven't used her. She just sort of does nothing. Well, right. she was Spawn, uh, it's, right? She yeah. came from yeah, Tommy yeah, Farland, Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know how that deal really, worked out. Uh, it's really weird because, and this happens both at DC and Marvel, because they're like, hey, let's invent a character who is an angel. You mean like an angel, like a, a religious angel? Yeah, and let's put her into Gosh, a comic book. really nice. Mm. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, okay, I'm not sure that that's going to work for very long. And sure enough, both Angela and... Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Zuriel over at DC Comics. Both kind of came and went fairly quickly because of. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's because of religious reasons, but it's really hard to, you know, put put an, a literal angel in, of God into a comic book and make that work, well, especially also, one that's dressed all uh, sexy. Yeah, sexy. and I also the biggest problem I have with it is she needs Spawn to be to be important. Like I, I don't mean that she can't do something on her own. It's just that she was set up as a character to be an antithesis to what's happening yes. with spawn. Right. And so that mattered in the context of that story. And she was beloved over there to mm-hmm. separate her out and send her on her way without that antithesis is a, it's just a weird move story-wise. Yeah. I just don't know how you get around it. You got to create something new, you know, and that's fine, but has anybody done anything with her enough to, or cared enough about it to do it. I, it seems like not. So I don't know. Bums me out. Cause she's cool. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's cool. Uh, she just sits you, there, but she'll be in this if game, you guys. So. If you guys haven't, you need to go watch the third season of uh, Love, Death, and Robots out now on the oh, Netflix. Yeah. Hit Friday, right? I think. Yeah, I. Uh, you can watch it all under two hours, which I did last night after we got home from uh, our art vacation. And uh, there's some really good stuff in in this one. There's so, a very much a Cthulhu themed one. The Night of the Many Dead is very funny. The one you see in the trailer for the show Jabaro is fantastic i mean just brilliant as far as the the art goes so i put uh, off just, um the second season i just had i just i didn't put it off i just didn't haven't gotten around to it do you think it's a good time to like binge I, all of it so i you know when season two came out i binged through it and i thought for the most part it was it was good um i thought overall though the the season was average as far as the the stories went yeah but this one i think there was only one that I didn't care for out of uh, all of them. And even though it was the one I didn't care for, it's still incredibly executed. And it's actually the, um, the very pulse of the machine, which is a Hugo award-winning short story that's adapted here into this. Mm. And even that was really, really good. So I think that that would be the one that I, I liked the least, Mm. but they are all fantastic. Okay. I'm in. I meant to watch, I was going to try to watch before Wednesday for my recommendal. And I just, I'm, I just haven't had time. Kim got what, what I'm, I don't know. Uh, everybody's going to have a different uh, view on, on some of these shorts because of the animation style and the stories that are being told, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I might say, Scott, just jump right into season three and then go and watch season two. I, you know, there's yeah. no reason to watch any of these in any particular order. Right. Uh, but uh, you might want to just jump right into the new stuff. Okay. No, that's, that's a, I'll, I'll take that recommendation. It seems like the way to go. But I have been hearing good things, so I'm excited to get back to it. I, I, anthology animation is one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. You'd uh, you'd think that I would finish the Marvel one. The longest piece is 21 minutes long in this thing. So 21, wow. Okay, well, I'm in. Cool. Sign me up. Uh, Steven, what else is going on at Major Spoilers this week? We have this week on the Major Spoilers website, of course, with the Rings of Power coming out very, very soon. Four months now. Uh, on the Amazon Prime, Ashley Victoria Robinson has been doing a deep dive into old nerd things uh, having to do with uh, uh, 
essentially the Similarian. Yeah. And so if you're trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean? Who's this actor playing? Those kinds of things. She's been doing a weekly series over there at Majorspoilers.com. And I think we're into like part 12 already of it. And it's always fascinating. And if you want to get nerdy, uh, she's definitely got that over there for people to check out. Uh, it's the Rings of Power. Let's get nerdy over she, at Majorspoilers.com. If I listen to that and I pay attention... Will I have passed the test and recede into the West and remain Galadriel? Will that happen? Only, <laughs> only if you can find four of your friends to jump on the bed and scream, it's Scott, Scott, oh, wake up, Scott. Oh, good. Okay, good. Boy, that's a weird scene, isn't it? I love yeah. Return of the King, but man, what a weird, what a weird <laughs> moment. Uh, all right. Oh, 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 oh one yeah. more thing. I know, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. I know you want to go and do other more exciting things than hang out with me. But uh, <laughs> speaking of Ashley Victoria Robinson, yeah. many of you, if you don't follow her, uh, she is the spokesperson, camera talent person for all of the Read Pop uh, events that are coming up. And Read Pop is the one that puts on all the big um, conventions and stuff, including this week's uh, Star Wars uh, event that's going on. And so they're doing a bunch of videos and, and stuff for that. And she has uh, been hired as the uh, in camera person that gets to go to all these conventions and interview awesome oh, people. That's so. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll your, do your, great. Your Star Trek daughter is going places. Well, you know, when she was little and we were raising her, I knew she was going to go on to do big things. So um, congratulations. <laughs> now, that's per- she's perfect for that stuff. That's really yeah, yeah. great to hear. Uh, well done. How about my water intake? you have any thoughts on that? Oh, you should also stay hydrated. Oh, okay, great. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay, this time I didn't remove him as my friend. I just removed him from the group. Right, just lay, uh, we're not, we're not, we're never friends anymore, Stephen. Yeah, that's it, Stephen. I hope you had fun while it lasted. Because you're out of here, buddy. Jeez. All right. A um, couple of quick things. We got a, we got a TMS Origins uh, mashup to play. <laughs> I love these. This is the Red on Airlight Origin, oh, Brian. Oh, awesome. All right, yep. great. So chat room, this thing I'm putting up right now, whenever we show this, because one of us God, is distracted. Is if, uh, the one that uh, Jamie needs to do is the uh, the Red on Airlight one, because that, <laughs> I think, is my favorite. Why didn't I think of that? That was perfect. That was a perfect way to deal with that. Nicely done. All right. Well, here it is. Let's find out how it started. I already know how it started, but let's hear it in raw audio form. And the worst part about this is I know I'm the one that did it first. I hate that it was me, but it's okay. It's fine. Here it is. I'll just cringe through it. Enjoy. Uh, Bill, as always, uh, great stuff. Do you have any, uh, you got a little bonus thing for us this week? Sure do. My friend Laura Kopf over in Germany made a project that you guys might be interested in. She built a small podcasting studio. In Look at case. that. Oh, that is so cool. And it's really cool. Wow. Oh, so look ba- at this. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, she got a cool looking old metal briefcase and put a pair of microphones in it so that you can open it. And the microphones fold out so that each person, the two people, can face one another and have a microphone in their face. She built a mixer into it yeah. and everything. It's so cool. I do like that. Whatever mixer she's using, that's a cool one. I've never mm-hmm. seen that. But she also oh. put a little red on air uh, light on the outside of there. So <laughs> just so in case anyone at the Starbucks doesn't know, you're recording a right. podcast right now. Right. You should be quiet. Oh, that's and really at the cool. Starbucks near my house, at any given time, there's five people recording a podcast. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> they have the whole podcasting <laughs> section. <laughs> oh my gosh, she did an on air light on the edge of the thing. Yeah. Holy oh shit. my gosh. <laughs> Did you not hear Bill just say that? Sorry, I've been I've been looking at this video like so focused I didn't hear him say it. This is so yeah, rad. Yeah, this is so cool. How do they power yeah. it? How is it powered? I think it's a uh, wall power. I think it's just got a little 12-volt wall wart. You just plug it in. Oh, cool. my God. Oh, yeah. There's like a red on-air light on this thing. On the, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> like you've never not heard a thing someone said on the show I know, before. I totally I'm just... <laughs> Like that's you the guys. first time it's ever happened. Hey everybody, check it out. It's Justin Robert Young joining us oh, all the shit. way from uh, Oakland, California. Justin, welcome and hello. Am I not getting your video? Oh, no. Uh, oh, we're using Skype now. Yeah, we use uh, Skype for video, video and uh, Discord for Discord audio. Discord for audio. Yeah, this is after uh, Skype months. Skype was getting all janky. Months did of you guys, experimenting. Did you guys notice that there was a red on air light on that thing? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's ever done that before. Where they were. Just, I was just curious whether or not you guys had noticed well, that. They weren't paying attention. I do, that, I do that probably 10 times for every Scott's yeah. one, but I have to take advantage of that moment when I can. Uh, <laughs> happens, it happens. <laughs> I, I forgot. He would have been on that same day, I guess, and come in there. Yeah, yeah came in yeah. right after Bill. Yeah. Well, uh, back in the day when we uh, yeah, had dur- Justin and Bill on Tuesdays. Yeah, t- Tuesdays were actually for, oh yeah, that's right. They were both on Tuesdays. Then for a while, Bill moved to Monday. No. Right, yeah. Bill moved to Mondays with Steven for a little bit. Oh, that's right. And then moved back to Tuesdays. Yeah, and then Jerry got busy and said, I can't do this anymore. And then we moved him back to Tuesdays. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. All right, well, there you go. Now, if you all want to know where that came from, now you know. All right? Mm -hmm. It was me. Now you know the origin of the... uh... (laughs) So whenever it happens now, we have this cool thing. It's a meme. It's one of our memes here on the show. And it works out great. All right, uh, that's going to do it for this show today. Again... I want to remind people, I said at the top of the show, I'll say it again for those who miss it, because someone always misses this. Mm-hmm. There is no TMS tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I've got a, I'll be in a dental chair when we're recording for about two and a half hours, Oof. having horrible things done to my face. And um, uh, that's happening. So I won't be here tomorrow. As a result, uh, we'll just make Wednesday extra special, you know? Oh, that'll be good. Yes, because we'll have Tom. We'll have recommendals. Yep. Yep, and I'll be... Uh, I think it'll be my last double recommendal, right? Because then uh, the next week, it's... it's. Uh, oh, no, oh, yeah. no, I take that back. We two do weeks. have one more Wednesday, so... Yeah, I think we have two weeks till... Right? Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we have two weeks till we have the the quartet, the recommendal quartet. They're all packed, I think, and ready to move. And maybe they're moving now. Is that the deal? No, they're, they're still working on selling... Oh, I thought they'd sold. They had a they had a buyer fall through that uh, really threw everything into a tailspin. Oh, that's not fun. I hate that. That's not fun at all. But it's a buyer. It's a seller's market, so they should be able to quickly lock somebody in. Should be okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they uh, yeah they're moving to they're moving to Missouri. Missouri, the great state of Missouri. Uh, that it's it's the opposite of of uh, legal weed in Missouri. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah. Enjoy Colorado. Just you know, whatever they didn't, they didn't get the, they didn't feel it here nope. in Colorado. So we got a little taste of the spagnolos in in Colorado, and they just said, eh, nah, we don't eh. need weed. We don't need legal weed. We're gonna go. We're gonna go get weed where it's illegal. It's the good stuff. Exactly. exactly. Anyway, so good luck to them. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is where you guys support us and those who do. You have our undying thanks. We need uh, you now more than ever. And uh, it'd be a great time to join up, even though we're kind of late in the month. Still time to get in before the end of this month and get this month's benefits. Uh, head on over to uh, patreon.com slash TMS for details. That's going to do it for today. Uh, Brian, you want to play a song that will last everybody an extra day since we won't be It'll here We'll have tomorrow? to. This will have to be one uh, that does that. Hey, Brian from Denver wrote in. Not me. Oh. I would have remembered if I did this. Uh, he said, hi, guys. My birthday is on the 24th, which is tomorrow. And I thought I'd request a song with the warm weather finally here. Ha! <laughs> when did you write this? Oh, yeah, you wrote this on May 16th. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm in a good mood and would love to hear some female vocals in a dream pop kind of genre. The Sundays come to mind, for example. I'll leave it to Brian to find the right one in his vast library. Thanks for all you do. And is it too early here, Brian? Ask for a fish sandwich. Oh, do you want to hear your version of it? Um, Hold on. So he wants to... Right. I, th- I assume he wants the recorded one and not you doing it live. Or he, I guess he didn't say, but um, let's see if I can find it oh, here. Any, any of the above. Uh, let's see. TMS Common, did I put it in here? Hey, too early. No, that's that guy. Hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think your extra uhs are good. I actually prefer yeah. them. I prefer them. <laughs> you know how you know how you Mandela certain lyrics or words or whatever. Yeah, yeah now you hear. I think yeah. that might have even done that. Like when I was doing it, I may have even thought there was an un there. Like I thought it was more of a stammer. I prefer it, but, uh, but anyway, anyway, there you go. All Happy right, birthday. So let's let's get to this. Is brand new. I think even as of this weekend. And as soon as I heard this, I thought, oh, this is cool, and it's going on TMS in the first space it fits. It fits perfectly in this space because it's. Uh, uh, it is the thing. Um, it is dream pop with female vocals. A band that no- normally isn't known for female vocals, uh, Portugal the Man. Uh, percussionist Zoe Manville takes the lead vocal uh, reins on this one for a cover of Sublime's Santeria. And it is total dream pop. It is total awesomeness. This was recorded for uh, Amazon Music. Here is Portugal the Man. I guess here are Portugal the man. It seems weird to say here are Portugal the man. Here is Portugal the man, but they're the band uh, with a cover of Sublime's Santeria.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Risotto con tartufi. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.